superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. From the New England Patriots, he is Matthew Judon. What is your take on this Chicago Bears offense? They have one of the top running games in the league. Montgomery powers in! And then they also have a quarterback that has learned that. Keeper fields for the touchdown! No, I don't see that. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, NBC Sports Patriots insider Tom Curran. Coming up, Colts writer for The Athletic, Zach Kiefer. From Cobra Kai and author of the new book, Waxing On, Ralph Macchio. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number two of The Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Uh, Yeah, we've been talking quite a bit in hour number one about the... Patriots loss on Monday night football where it was all set up for Bill Belichick to become the second winningest head coach of all time passing George Hallis against the Bears of all teams on Monday night the Patriots coming in on a two-game win streak the Bears coming in on a losing streak of their own it was all set up to be a coronation and then in the middle of the game it was set up to be and anointing of Bailey Zappi as the new starting quarterback, and everything absolutely crumbled. And yes, we talked about that in hour number one as if the Bears had nothing to do with it. That will change in this hour. We'll talk about the Bears' side of that equation. And then the Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones of it all was the story of last night and totally wiped out for the time being the news that took us all by surprise we came on the air at the top of hour number three yesterday like whoa so matt ryan's hurt huh oh wait a minute he's benched huh no wait he's hurt and benched and when he comes back healthy he'll still be benched wild and (laughs) crazy and for who Matt McConaughey sending out tweets that Sam Ellinger's ready to roll. You know? That makes me want to pick up him right now. Exactly. I believe. And the same way that we sent out the bat signal for Tom Curran, or at least I did in the middle of the first half of Monday Night Football, we we have not had this gent on, but hoping to make heads or tails of a shocking quarterback scenario coming out of week number seven is a guy who's been covering the Indianapolis Colts for quite some time after spending several years, seven years at the Indianapolis start, now covering the Indianapolis Colts for the Athletic on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is Zach Kiefer. How are you doing, Zach? I'm good, Rich. How are you guys doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you for answering our call to help make um, 
heads or tails out of this uh, wild coin flip that happened. Um, why is this quarterback changing of the guard happening in Indianapolis, Zach? Because they can't figure this position out. And, and if I'll be completely honest, they haven't figured this out for five years. You guys know what happened in 2019 and Andrew Luck retired. And, and this is just another chapter in the cycle. And this is where they are in the spot they're in. And, and to be honest, this move had been coming for a couple of weeks. This was not something, I don't care what they say publicly, this was not something that was just made Monday morning. This was a reflection of this team's displeasure with Matt Ryan over the last couple of weeks and really since the start of the season. Look, they love Matt Ryan, and it's easy to see why. He's really been the leader that they need, but you've got to win games and you've got to stop turning the football over. And they were just so inconsistent at quarterback. We're talking 24 sacks. That's on the offensive line. But the most turnovers in the league from Matt Ryan, the most interceptions, it's just been a mess. And so this was a collective decision, and the owner, Jim Mercy, had his say in this one, just like he did last time when they kicked Carson Wentz out of time. This, is, this was Ursay saying it's time to make a move, and, and they really want to see what they have in, in Sam Ellinger. So Ryan being sacked as much as he's been sacked, that don't you think that has something to do with uh, – turnovers and fumbles and rushed passes potentially I, I mean I haven't watched every single snap of Colts football this year as I'm sure you have walk me through the parsing of blame on this front yeah it's, it's a situation where both things are true right I'm going to give you some of these numbers and they're really ugly they're really really ugly 80 quarterback hits the most in the league 110 pressures that's the third most and 24 sacks. 24 sacks is more sacks than they gave up in 17 games on Carson Wentz last year. So that's completely on the offensive line. And Matt's done just about everything he can to avoid them. He's, he's a tough dude. He's taken some shots, and he's gotten back up. But what he hasn't done is helped himself. And so it's, it's, it's not an either-or. It's a both-and. Both are guilty. Like, the quarterback hasn't overcome the problems. But here's the interesting thing, Rich. Frank Reich yesterday said, this, I need to be crystal clear about this. I told Matt on Monday morning when they made the move that we failed you. We didn't deliver. When they made this trade in the spring, this made a lot of sense, right? Matt Ryan comes in. He makes the smart throws. He plays behind a great offensive line with Quentin Nelson and Brayton Smith and Ryan Kelly. And he's got a great running back, right? JT, Jonathan Taylor, 1,800 yards last year. On paper, it made a lot of sense. But what Frank Reich told Matt Ryan yesterday we didn't deliver, and Matt Ryan didn't either, but it's, it's impossible to put this move in context without explaining how bad, how much this offensive line has regressed in the last year. It's, it's staggering, and it's really hard to figure out why. It is, and I, I'll tell you what, Zach Kiefer, the athletic uh, covering the Colts here on the Rich Eisen Show, I picked the Colts to win the division because of exactly what you laid out right there. You put Matt Ryan and his decision-making skills behind an offensive line, maybe the best he's ever played behind. You know, I mean, that has been the staple of the Colts since Chris Ballard has come aboard, despite the changing of the veteran quarterback guard, that the the offensive line up front has been um, terrific. And that game against the Broncos, I mean, at one point, poor Bernard Ryman uh, the, <laughs> out of Central Michigan. I mean, the holding calls and the and the uh, the 
pre-snap penalty calls on him. It was a like a, it was one of those want to get away commercial type first halves for him. So what has happened to this offensive line, Zach? You know, it's funny. I think they were emboldened by the success they had with Philip Rivers a couple of years ago. They were the best offensive line in the league that year. I think they allowed 20 sacks the entire season. Part of that is Rivers' ability to get the ball out. And then they go get Carson Wentz last year. And Carson didn't get enough credit for this, but he avoided sacks all year long because he's a big athletic guy. Ryan's not able to do that, but that doesn't answer your question. What does is the fact that Quentin Nelson has regressed, and if you watch the tape, you can see it. Brian Kelly has regressed. If you watch the tape, same thing. Braden Smith, their right tackle, they're on their fifth different combination on the offensive line, and we're seven games in, which tells me they don't know what the heck they're doing. They don't have the answers. And the fact that they don't have a star quarterback and they don't have a guy who's going to overcome that, now they used to, but he retired, that just it just spells disaster. And like you said, in that Broncos game, there was a point when Matt Ryan just lost it and started screaming because every single time he touched the football, he's got three guys in his face. So to be honest, it's not a surprise that Matt Ryan is dealing with a grade two shoulder separation right now. I'm surprised this didn't happen a couple weeks ago because the money. this is the most expensive offensive line in the league. That's another part of this. We're talking – three top two-round picks, including two first-rounders in Ryan Kelly and Quentin Nelson, the most expensive offensive line in the league is playing like the worst offensive line in the league. And I don't care who you have at quarterback, unless it's maybe Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, no quarterback is going to overcome that much pressure every single down. And, and that's, in that regard, that's where they have failed, Matt Ryan. Zach Kiefer of The Athletic covers the Colts right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, let's still linger on the decision before we turn the pages to what happens now. The You said a collective, Ursay and Chris Ballard, and you mentioned Jim Ursay. That's now, uh, it seems like uh, two times Ursay has asserted himself. The departure of Wentz, I mean, he was very vocal in placing the mess in Jacksonville and what happened in December and January last year right on the lap of Carson Wentz walking out the door um and you said he had a say in this decision with Matt Ryan being benched what is he is he running the show is he doing that right now what do you got for me on that front Zach he runs the show when he wants to run the show now he doesn't intrude on personnel decisions very often but when it comes to the quarterback he makes an exception and and you're dead on he called Ballard and Reich into his office the night of that game last year in Week 17 and said, under no circumstances will Carson Wentz return as the quarterback of this team. It's your job to find a solution. And remember, they traded Carson Wentz without having a solution. Matt Ryan was not on the doorstep. A lot of people didn't even know he was available. And they thought that Matt Ryan would be the solution. And this is the second time when Ursay's had an input. And honestly... Frank Reich's seat is getting warmer. It is really getting warmer. And, you know, it's tough to judge a coach who's had five different starting quarterbacks in five years. That's got to be unprecedented. But now we're on to six, right, with Sam Ellinger. And this is a tough spot to be because, in a lot of ways, this team is built to compete right now. A lot of people picked him to win the AFC South. I'm not going to go further than compete because they're a mess. But it's going to be up and down with Sam Ellinger. Let's not call it anything like it's not because it's going to be – it's going to be some good and it's going to be some bad. He's a young quarterback without an elite arm. He's going to take his lumps. But the reality is Matt Ryan probably gives you a better chance to win in the short term, but they need to find out what they have in Sam Ellinger. And that's probably going to 
you know, get them a better draft pick in the spring. And, and honestly, the mood around town right now is enough of this garage sale at quarterback, enough of this trying to run on the QB carousel and find a new guy every single year. It's time to go find one in the draft. The problem is they have 10 games left, and it's going to be a lot harder to win those games with a young quarterback who's never thrown an NFL pass. Well, and I guess that's a perfect segue to, to, to talk about what's next, because if you're saying that the seat for Frank Reich is getting warmer, if I'm a coach and my seat's getting warmer, then I'm going to go with a system and with a game plan that I know best and the one that got me to this spot with all, you know, outside of Josh McDaniels, you know, leaving the altar at the last second. Uh, I, I'm going to go with with the game plan that got me to this spot, and that's the RPO game, and that is clearly what Sam Ellinger does very well. And look who's the backup of all people. It's Nick Foles. So um, have we – like, is that what we're going to see? We're going to see a lot of the RPOs. We're going to see Sam at the mesh point with Jonathan Taylor and Himes and everyone else. Is that what we got going on right now, you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And And honestly, I'm a little – I'm a little anxious to see what it looks like because, you know, this is a team that was built to win from the pocket with Matt Ryan. That was the entire offense. And the guy can't, you know, he can't move because he's got three guys in his face. Now, Sam Ellinger, there's some spunk to him. Like, he's made some plays. And I want to be very clear. He made some plays in the preseason against second and third teamers. And that's not the same thing as doing it on Sundays in week eight. So it's going to be interesting to see. But they're going to run some boots. They're going to run some naked. They're going to move them around. And I think you're right. I think you're on to something. The sad part in all of this is the Colts have one of the very best players in football who has largely been a non-factor the entire season, like Jonathan Taylor. How is a team with Jonathan Taylor on its roster ranked 30th in the league in rushing? And it's not just because he missed two games due to injury. It's because he's been bottled up because there's nowhere to go. And I think what Sam can do, if Sam can pick up some third downs with his legs and and kind of move laterally in the pocket and and basically pressure the defense in different spots, I think that might open up a little bit more in the run game because I've never seen a guy make more three-yard runs, eight-yard runs, right? Like, JT has nowhere to go, and I think a lot of that is because defenses know the Colts cannot push the ball down the field. Maybe Ellinger gives them another wrinkle, but at this point, they'll take anything they can get because this offense is just a mess right now. So um, the fact that Foles is – two right now might be because of that grade two shoulder issue that Ryan has. Is your best estimate that Matt Ryan's taken his last snap as a Colts quarterback, barring injury of everyone else right now? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the reality. And (sighs) honestly, I think that's tough for a lot of people to swallow, especially in Atlanta, because that was sort of the vibe was, man, if this guy just had a a better line, he could still play. And, And we didn't really see a lot of signs of decline in training camp for Matt Ryan, but if you watch the games every week, I mean, the, the two interceptions on Sunday in Tennessee were just inexcusable. So, barring injury, um, Matt Ryan won't throw another pass for the Colts this season. And, and it was made very clear yesterday, this is Sam Ellinger's team for the rest of this season. Wow. I got two more for you, Zach Kiefer, the uh, Colts reporter and insider for The Athletic. The Washington Commanders are coming in. Uh, I'm very uh, familiar with Lucas Oil Stadium having been uh, you know, there every single year for the Combine for the last two decades. But maybe you might uh, be able to help me here. Uh, are, there, are there porta-potties that they could stick Dan Snyder uh, to, to watch the game? Is that the, is that the game plan, best you can tell? They're going to stick how Dan fun, Snyder by the – How fun is this going to be? I right. mean, you've got, you've got the Jim Irsay versus Daniel Snyder storyline. Oh, I, 
I'm kind of disappointed we don't have the Carson Wentz storyline. Yeah. Can't have it all. Um, Can't have it all, Zach. Can't have it all. We, we do have Tyler Heineke and Sam Ellinger. So, you um, do have who, that. Who's not, who's not going to turn into that? What, what are you hearing about why Ursay said what he said at the owner's gathering a couple weeks ago and whether this is going to continue? What, what are you hearing about that, Zach? The one thing about Jim Ursay that a lot of people in Indianapolis know that maybe not a lot know around the country is that he does not care about blowback. If, if you guys paid attention to what he said about Carson Wentz in the offseason, you know, those are things that I reported early in the offseason and took a lot of slack for. And then Jim Mercer basically came out and said everything in terms of why they made the move. And I've never, I don't think I've ever heard an owner just so publicly criticize a former player like that. Um, he doesn't care about the blowbacks for better or for worse. And, and honestly, I think what he said is what a lot of owners think. So I think a little bit of credit goes to him for having the guts to say it publicly when a lot of people won't. Um, but, yeah, I, I really do wonder where Daniel Snyder's seat is come Sunday afternoon at Lucas Oil Stadium. And, uh, you know, in, in uh, having you on for the first time, Zach, um, you know, we, we, we hit the Google machine, I'm not going to lie, to know your bio and your history. Um, and I, I, I'm kind of with a bit of trepidation asking this about anything that's on Google, but I do have to ask you one of the attributes of your seven plus years at the star in, in covering the team uh, that that's highlighted here is uh, you've written about Pat McAfee's poker skills. I'll bite. What do you got for me on that, Zach? Oh, we could go on for a long time. Um, what do you got? Pat McAfee, you know him, I know him, everybody knows him yes. because of one hand of poker. It, it, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it real short. Go but for it. This is a pretty epic story, and I, and, I, and I wrote this story years ago at the Star, but basically he was this no-name high school punter who went with a friend to a poker game in Pittsburgh one night, the shady, seedy basement, and he took $100 and he turned it into $1,200 one night. Pocket jacks. Pocket jacks won him all the money. Pocket jacks. He used that money to go to a kicking camp the next day. He <laughs> lied to his parents, <laughs> told him he was spending the night as a friend, took that <laughs> money he wanted the poker game, went to a kicking camp, was noticed by a college recruiter from West Virginia, two days later had an offer from the school. That sounds like fiction, but I promise you that's exactly <laughs> how it happened. And uh, one of the more memorable stories I've written. Ask Pat about it. Sometimes it's all it's all true. Well, we've 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 definitely had him on right years ago, and he about about sometimes him not being completely straightforward uh, about his uh, skill set. Yeah, by yeah. uh, you know to get yeah. to get where he is. Uh, I believe everything about Pat, and and so my my response shouldn't be construed that I think he's not telling the complete truth. But the most uh, you know uh, unbelievable part of that story is winning a poker hand with pocket jacks. That that uh, that's ridiculous. I don't I don't know how many times I've no one's ever won. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a hell of a hand I to use him, to, to bankroll I asked, everything. I said, I said how, how did you become an NFL punter? And he said <laughs> it's a really long story. And then he told me the story and he couldn't remember the hand. The best. And then an hour later he said it was pocket jacks. Pocket so there you jacks. go. There you go. All right, last one for you, Zach. I know I keep saying that, but this is the fact. Uh, with everything going on, and you mentioned how. Uh, the quarterback situation has just been churning and churning and churning ever since that day in preseason when uh, uh, my buddy Adam Schefter came out and said during a preseason game that Andrew Luck was going to retire. And he was standing right there on the sideline, fully intending to retire, but not having it come out uh, in the middle of a preseason game. Everything going on and on and on about this quarterback scenario. Any reporting, any whiff 
that the Colts have ever called up Andrew Luck to just kick the tires and say, you're sure you're done? Anytime. What do you got? Yeah, yeah, they have. Um, this is a little shameless plug, but I, I put together a podcast series this summer for The Athletic, six episodes, that basically explored the entire question of what happened to Andrew Luck. How did one of the greatest quarterbacks prospects of all time, maybe since John Elway or Peyton Manning, walk away from the game before he was 30 years old. And there's a lot to it. And, you know, uncovered a lot of old interviews with him. And I actually met with him last spring to talk about it. Um, but, no, it's not going to happen. He's definitely moved on from football. The Colts have reached out. Absolutely they've called him. He lived in Indianapolis for the first three years after he retired. He was a mile from the Colts' practice facility. And very much the specter of Andrew Luck still hovers over this team because of what you just asked. Rich, I mean, this has been a four- to five-year carousel. I mean, they they have just tried to go with these short-term stock gaps, and it hasn't worked. And until they find the next guy, you're always left with that what-if. I mean, I met with Andrew, and, 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 and I couldn't stop thinking, this guy's only 32 years old. Like, he could still play. He's not going to, but 32 is not that old with the way quarterbacks are playing into their late 30s and 40s right now. So... Yeah, they've reached out, but 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 he has moved on. Doors closed, but the doors now open uh, for you here on this program. Great chat, Zach. You made me smarter, and I was fascinated uh, the whole way. Look for more of my phone calls. Really appreciate it, sir. That was a lot of fun. Thanks, Rich. Right back at you. Zach Kiefer right here on the Rich Eisen Show, at Z Kiefer, K-E-E-F-E-R on Twitter. He's about to get a follow from me. That was very informative, and I appreciated that uh, entire conversation. And uh, clearly he and I just met because he just called a plug shameless (laughs) (laughs) to me. Like, what? Does he know? Are you kidding me? If not who? If not us, Rich, who? And if not now, when? That has Uh, been our mantra since day one. Yes. What are we doing? There's no such thing as a shameless plug. There's just a plug. Just a plug. And you should do it all the damn time and any chance you have. Follow me on Twitter at Chris Brock. You should just like I. I should. I feel like I should call him back and say, you know, you don't shouldn't say this is a shameless plug. You should just say, you know, I did a podcast this summer called uh, Luck. Yeah, exactly. It's available here. You can get it there. I did it because it's really good. You should check it out. Like this, honestly. Done and done. Go once you're uh, just like, I'm assuming Pat with Pocket Jacks. Just go all in. Have you ever won with Pocket Jacks? I have. I was just being facetious, but they always get cracked. Are you kidding always. me? Always. Are you kidding me? Pocket jacks never hold up. Please, yeah. Pat- somebody, somebody has you know a queen, uh, and and it you know, you can or dumb. or even worse, somebody has a nine. They're there, and then the board pairs on you. Right, straight. You know, with an ace. Get out of here. Get out of here, please, man. Yeah, Pat told have that I, story have I last gone time anywhere he was here. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. the punning story. Yeah, yeah we've I do heard recall that. him we've telling me. That. By the way, did I just give a hand that still would cause me to win with Jax? I think I'm doing that. Yeah, you did that wrong. I, I'm, I, but I just, just, I'm just coming up with any ways. It's been a couple weeks since I played. Usually it's straight up busy. Busy. Too busy. You know, um, last week I didn't play poker because I was too busy uh, rehearsing for that game in Munich that I'm doing coming up in week 10. See, I didn't say that was shameless. I just went ahead and did it. Mooch gave it away. That's before. the way it's done, Zach. Right there, I turned your poker story into a plug for me. <laughs> That's the way it's done. When we come back, 
We're going to give our props to the Bears. Yeah, baby. The Bears. We're going to do it. Uh, and then, sir, I might turn to my right and talk about who's next. <laughs> I'm for mean, Chicago. Come get some. Okay. Want some? Get some. Come get some. Me? That's called a come get some. Not shameless at all. Stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Back here on our program, we just showed for our terrestrial radio audience, we just showed a, uh, a snippet of when Elizabeth Shue was here. Was that about five years ago herself? I will tell ago? you exactly. Oh, yeah. um, and she was here to promote the um, <clears throat> Billie Jean King, Bobby Riggs movie that came out years ago. Remember that? When, uh, was Steve Carell was Bobby, yes. was, was Bobby Riggs? Yeah. Yes. And Emma Stone was Billie Jean King, and um, and Elizabeth Shue played Bobby Riggs' wife in it. And I just remember getting a call, I think it was probably Liz Whale, saying, you know, do you want Elizabeth Shue? And before she could say Shue, I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I'm telling you, out of all the interviews that I've conducted here, one of my proudest, when was this? So do I. It was September of uh, 17. September of 17. Um, interviewing Elizabeth Shue, I was in the zone. I was in the zone. I was in the zone. Uh, I don't know if I was literally. I don't know if I was here. <laughs> now you zone. watched me. You watched me uh, give Jack. a speech to the Michigan Wolverine football team you years ago when I was out. out. Were, I blacked out. You right? were not. When you were watching that, you were, you were, you were like, body. "Who is that guy?" Right? You were well, like, I, and it, it started a little slow, and then you got really got into it, and you were feeling yourself, and like. You were literally channeling, I left channeling my body. Bo Schembeck, or you left your body. And I, that was me here interviewing Elizabeth Shue. When you meet somebody and they meet your expectations. So delightful. Oh, my gosh. It was really the only word for it. She was very delightful. <laughs> I don't think we talked even about Back to the Future, right? Did we even hit that with her? I don't even think we got on that subject no. matter with her. Yeah, because she was in we gotta two. Get, we gotta was, well, she wasn't in go. one. She was in two. I know that. we got to get her back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I have to say. Oh, I'm, I'm you, Ralph you, Macchio on our three. That That's the thing. That you ask be, for yeah. someone, then they come. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Is that what you <laughs> ask them and they will come? That's how that works. Hey, why don't you come on our show? Uh, no They're idea. like, sure. I had no sure. idea. <laughs> so, um, here, Bears fans, I know how you're feeling. I know how you're feeling um, because you're you just watched your team punk Belichick and the Patriots in Gillette on a Monday night. It's okay? funny you use that word. You just watched them do it, and all everyone's talking about and we're guilty charged hour one it was all about zappy this and mac jones that what's belichick doing and mac jones is a quarterback of uh the moment last year 
He was a rookie last year, and he was terrific. And look at him now. And you could basically say, well, our rookie quarterback last year, look at him now. Look what he just did against Mac Jones. Why aren't you talking about them? And I know how you feel. Last week, one of the greatest Jet wins I can remember. Sitting on Aaron Rodgers' lap, Quinn and Williams and everybody, like it, like Aaron Rodgers was a Santa Claus mall guy, sitting in a mall like he's Santa Claus, like bad Santa, like right, <laughs> sitting on his lap, and all we're hearing is, "What's wrong with Aaron Rodgers? What's going on with the Packers? Are they are they in trouble? Well, what about the Jets?" <laughs> And so Bears fans, guilty as charged coming on the air, but now it's time to talk about the Chicago Bears. Yes. A Chicago Bears team that ran against Bill Belichick. And this is supposed to be the guy who takes away what you do best. And you just came in to this game with a 200-yard rushing performance against Washington. And we all saw that you had a shot to win that at the end, but it was a difficult watch on that Thursday night. But hey, guys. Hey, man. You got yourself a 243-yard rushing night, huh? Right? Domination. Last time the Chicago Bears had two straight games of over 200 yards rushing? 1985. What did they do that year? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you're winning the Super Bowl this year, but it's been a long time, huh? It's been a while. You're seeing it. The defense. Four takeaways. Four takeaways for that defense. How many tip balls last night? You, you're the reason why we're talking about Zappy and Mac Jones and whatever is, yeah, Belichick had some plan that no one really understands about playing both. But the reason why we're talking about how it totally backfired and it looked like they don't know what they're doing in New England is because the Bears made them look that way. They're taking kicks in the nards and then turning around and picking the guy off and benching him. And he kicked him in the ding-ding. Justin Fields. Let's talk about him, shall we? 179 yards passing, 82 yards rushing. A touchdown in each, throwing and running. 10 of 11 on third down, they converted. 10 of 11 on third against Belichick. And that defense, when they were balling out, as a matter of fact, of the 10 first downs that they converted on third, Justin Fields converted five of them throwing and five of them him running. Yeah, man. That's what we're seeing. That's what we're seeing. And in case you might be wondering, in case you might be wondering, what's going on? I got one word. Eberflus! <laughs> yeah, man, Matt Eberflus. He's... Selling something, and clearly people are buying it. Clearly people in Chicago in that locker room are buying it. And he's also being smart. You know, on Monday's show, I said, we're going to have a new segment saying, I don't get it. I don't get it. That ended up being a pretty good segment. Well, part of, I thank you. Uh, I think we should keep doing it. I don't get it. One of the things I don't get 
In the NFL, is coaches turning down field goals like it's nothing. Like the three points don't matter. Let's keep going for it. Let's go for it. What is it? Fourth and three? Who cares? Fourth and five? Who cares? Let's go for it. Let's go for it. They play football, these coaches, in the NFL these days. Like, again, like they're eight years old, playing Madden, hopped up on a bag of Skittles. Do you get on a up sh- Skittles? Oh, dude, Sugar Rush from a bag of Skittles? Oh, hey, man. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Cage, I, Cage goes nuts with just chocolate milk. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's one of the few things Marshawn and I have in common. <laughs> Skittles are good. I don't understand what these coaches are doing. Like, field goals don't matter. Last night, Matt Eberflus. 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 Here's a perfect example. It's 23-14, right? 23-14, you're up by nine. You're on the New England 37-yard line. 350 left in the third quarter. It's third and eight. You run it to Devin Single to uh, to uh to um to your running back. To Herbert. David Montgomery. Yeah. Montgomery. Yeah, or, or David Herbert. Montgomery. David Montgomery. You run it to David Montgomery, right? For five yards. Just had a little glitch in the system there. Sorry. And you're thinking to yourself, okay, it's two-down territory, right? Two-down territory. Why else would you run it? Why else are you running it? No, you're trying to get closer for Cairo Santos. <laughs> Cairo. Because <laughs> his leg, you keep building. It's fourth and three at the New England 32. How many head coaches in 2022 would say, you know what? I'm going with my gut. Or you know what? The analytics say, let's go for it. Because if I get it here, I can keep the clock moving along. And guess what? You know what sounds better than 26-14? 30-14. sounds much better. Then suddenly you turn it over and Bailey Zappi starts turning things over and then maybe it gets close enough that the plan to put Mac Jones back in the game happens. No, no. Eberflus took the three and I'm sitting there going, yes. Yes, you actually ran the ball. Troy Aikman pointed out you actually ran the ball to get closer for your field goal kicker. I can't believe such a thing happens in the NFL anymore. Way to go, Eberflus. Keep stacking the threes. Stacking the threes, stacking the threes until you get a pick six to wrap it up. 33-14. That's how you go into New England when nobody expects it. Everybody ready to pass George Hallis and watch Belichick have that moment against the Bears. It's such a nice, neat story where Belichick plays both quarterbacks so unconventional, and it works out, and he passes George Hallis, and this team's now got a three-game win streak. You know what? Bit different ideas. These Bears. And I'll tell you what, TJ, next up is Dallas. In Dallas, another game where all four of us on game day morning, I'll be one of them, we're choosing Dallas. As you should. We're choosing Dallas. All four of us will be there. Choosing Dallas. Stars on the side of the helmet. Stars up on the screen. Four across. Me, Mooch, Kurt, and Irv. You know Irv's not taking the Bears. <laughs> of course not. But they've got, this, they've got the plan. And they've got a kid. Justin Fields played his best game as a pro. And you could see the OC, Luke Getzey's now getting it himself. Some of these runs that they're dialing up four fields, they're smart and they're well-timed, and you ran one in on one. And he's taken off, and he's finding the open receivers. He's playing slower while running faster. I like what I'm seeing from him. That was a huggy drop game, 
and he went into New England on a night where Bill Belichick was supposed to pass the founder of their team, and everyone was ready to talk about it, and he's like, nope, not today, like Game of Thrones. I loved it. I loved it. And, you know, I wouldn't sleep on the Bears next week because that does sound like one of those games. One of those, you got a buy coming up, feeling good, Dak's back. He's got, he broke a sweat. Got that win against the Lions. And here come the Bears, man, running straight downhill with David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert, right? Justin Fields. Why not? Right, Christopher? I didn't see last night coming, so why not? Why not, TJ? Well, I can give you a list of yeah, reasons. Yeah, go why for not. it. No, go for it. Go for uh, it. A list of reasons? Because you um, could have given me Matt Judon, who was terrific last night. You could give me Belichick. I'll start defense. with Demarcus Lawrence, and then Jason go to Micah Jones. Parsons, okay. and then we go to Leighton Vanderesh and uh, Trayvon Diggs. Oh, now you like Leighton Vanderesh. I, I, it was just draft day I had an issue with him. Okay, that was <laughs> same it. thing with you and Matt Jones, I guess. I was right. Well, my, my my displeasure was much louder than his. I have to admit. I was, well, you're, he's generally much louder than you when Rich, he's voicing displeasure. I was displeasure screaming anyway. at AT and T Center. Well, I have walking, the video. Somewhere. We have a big of me like literally walking down uh, like Liam yeah. Van Der Esch, Are you kidding me? But I just also gotten kicked out of, off the field. Uh, so yeah, it was a whole. You take situation. things personally. It was a whole. Yeah. I'm telling <laughs> you, man. This Bears team. You would have taken this is exactly the type of team you get a clunker every year in AT and T Stadium. It happened with Denver last year. It happened on Thanksgiving previous years against, what, Alex Smith's Washington oh, football team. Yeah. I mean, you get a clunker every year where AT&T's filled with all those Cowboys fans, uh, and then suddenly things don't go very well, and it's a Morgan there, and then suddenly you lose. Can and I, then what, what, it would be totally on brand for us to be ready to say, Dak's back and Justin Fields comes in and plays a better game. Can I count week one's loss as our clunker? Because it was a clunker, and okay, it was there, that's and true. hopefully we got that Maybe. out of the way. Let's, Maybe. Let's hope so. I feel good. I mean, who knows, though? It, it, any given Sunday, right? You just never know. Well, last night it was any given Monday. Monday, yeah. So Monday, Matt Eberflus. That's his new nickname. <laughs> But yeah, this this Bears Cowboys game is going to be personal for me and some friends of mine. Hey man, so. that was great from the Bears. They did it all once again. Last time the Bears won in New England was never, <laughs> never where it was the first time they did it. Never the first of never where the first of never where. Oh yeah, baby. I got a question for you. For me? Yeah. After the break, it's a good one. Oh boy. <laughs> It's a really good one. And more phone calls, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. I'm really excited to ask you this question. I have a feeling. I know where this uh, is <laughs> That's coming next. Don't miss this. It's another shameless plug that's not shameless. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. 
Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Is that what you wanted to talk to me? No, about? here's what I want to oh, talk to you about. You just tried to offer me a trade in the commercial break. Why not? What is it? The, uh, hey, 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 hey. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. Whoa. Whoa. What was that about? You're right over there. Let's go to Lonnie in Los Angeles, California. What's up, Lonnie? How you been, sir? Baby boy, you see my boys last night? You see my boys last night? Yes. I did. I did. I was so proud. I was so proud. Man, I was fired up. My old butt sitting up here, I started perspiring. I wanted to hit somebody. <laughs> right? Yeah, they looked good, man. And it, it looks, dare I say, repeatable. If they don't. Man, I was it, like, yeah. Well, we got to get Aaron Rodgers. We got to get him. Well, let's see. When do you get him again? Because right now would be a great time to play him right now, the way you're feeling right now, running it the way you're. Oh, you see, oh, week yeah. 13. Week 13. We got we to we shut him up. We got to get him. We got to beat him down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a few games between now and then, uh, including uh, at the Cowboys. How do you think that's going to go, Lonnie? How do you think that's going to go? Uh, it, I, I think it's going to be close. Okay. I think it's going to be close because I'm the only person I listen to all these shows that had a funny feeling last night. Okay. That the Bears was going to win. Okay, very good. Now, let's see uh, if you'll be a little less measured uh, when I ask you to scream the word Eberflus at the top of your <laughs> lungs and then tell me how it's going to go next week, okay? Let's let's give this a little try, Lonnie. You ready? Go for it. everybody this is our new thing we're gonna make every bears fan who calls in scream eberflus and i want to hear it i want to hear it yeah, from bears there. fans call us right now yeah i want to hear it i want to hear it come on bears fans i want to hear it with their adam guts. in the back is a bears fan you are talking to one of your own that's right yeah that's true they can have a full conversation so next week here. next week yes bears cowboys you're the biggest cowboy fan i know not named michael i was about Irvin. to say yeah, okay yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, can you name uh, a Bears fan off the top of your head that you might know? <laughs> could you just name one? Like, uh, you know, I, Charlie Yook, the king Charlie, of spring. Charlie Yook, uh, the NFL Bears Network. Fan. He's, he's, he's uh, Adam Chudwin. Adam, we work right, with he, a, he runs the whole, uh, Charlie runs the whole uh, NFL Vaughan. Network production office. Vaughn was on Vince the Manning cast. Yeah. Who else? President Obama. That's a big one, too. Ashton Kutcher's a oh! big Bears fan. Yep. Do you know him? Is he an actor? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Model, are, you, are, you, model, are you watching it in model. Ashton's barn next week? Where are you watching that game? Where are you well, going to watch well, it? Well, can I share a quick story with you? This morning, I'm getting ready for work. I just hopped out the shower. I'm yes. getting a call on my phone. Uh-oh. It's my, my godson, Bear. 
who just got an iPad with FaceTime. So his name is Bear. Actually. His name is Bear, and he's been FaceTiming in the last two mornings to just say hi. So okay. I'm like, I'm running late. I can't talk. And then I felt, I'm like, nah, I, I got to talk to Of course you got to talk to Bear. I called him back. I'm like, yo, what's up? He goes, God, Papa, the Bears won last night. He's six. He's so hyped up How nice. about the Bears. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, so you know, we, we got to watch the game together on Sunday, right? And he's like, yeah. So Okay, so he, he lives in town? He lives in town. Okay, yes. so you're watching with Bear. With yeah, so Bear Trump's Ashton? No, Bear is Ashton's son, Rich. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you got to give him a little. With Mila, they they have a child together, and his name is Bear. 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 Yeah, after the Bears. Thank God he's in root for the Jets. That'd be an odd one. Jet. Jet. That's a a cool name. Jet Kutcher is kind of a cool name. J T T. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll probably be there. in the barn. You'll be there in the barn. Normally, I, you know, I don't like to leave the crib too much. Oh, but I, I, I'll go up to the barn. No, on Sundays okay. I don't. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You like watching? So you do know Ashton? Yeah, we okay. uh, yeah, I know. I've known him for a day. Oh, to that's the, on. To the barn. Oh, this would be barn. great. What this would be great. What are the stakes? We don't really do bets anymore. Oh, there's got to be a bet for I thought you. I thought you meant food. Well, yeah. steak will probably be involved. Also, yeah. 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 Mm. E-A-K, but I'm talking about A-K-E. Mm-hmm. A little tomahawk, maybe. Alan Dallas, let's Damn. take your call. What's up, Albert? Jeez. What's going on, sir? <laughs> Alstradamus. Before I, before I start uh, popping pins in the balloons of the Bears fans here, Rich, are they going to get you a uh, – is the building going to get you like a – Work helmet with all the work that's been going on behind you recently. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, don't get me started. Get don't get me started. Thank you for watching on Roku. Oh, I appreciate shit. that, <laughs> dude. I don't know I what's mean, going I on. See this on the Roku channel exclusively, the home of the Rich Eisen show. But uh, hey, you know, it's, yes, it's, I appreciate uh, that. It's, it's, it's all I mean, it's, it's, the work it's, is only in the five foot by five foot square space that's visible behind my right, right shoulder. I know that. <laughs> so another reason to tune in on the Roku channel and see what works yeah. happening here in El Segundo. You never know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was talking to a big Bears fan that I know named Adam McCall Screener. And uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, Brock, the Patriots are terrible. You can't lose to the Bears. Yeah, but the Bears. 20, 24 hours ago, we thought they were a playoff team. Look at this guy no longer living in the glass house throwing his 6-1 and one giant stones right now at Look, you right I now. That's giant. Like, you want to talk about giant stones? You, How about I, that, Al? You know, Come on. You know, don't, 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 don't believe the hype, right? Because okay. it's just, right. it, 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 fine. I'm enjoying the season. I love it. You bet. I love what I see, but I'm not getting, I'm not getting mesmerized. I mean, the Eagles, the Cowboys, they're the, they're the class of the NFC, and it's going to be amazing. If we beat Seattle, I mean, there are going to be three teams from the NFC East in the playoffs. It's going to be truly, truly amazing. But, like, I'm not, I'm not getting swept up in it where – you know, Bears fans are calling up thinking they're going to beat the Cowboys. Brother, you go into the bye at 7-1, and one, and then you got Houston and Detroit leading into the Thanksgiving yeah. game at Dallas. Nine Let's and roll. One. I mean, come on, Let's Al. roll. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's great. I love it. We're going to make the playoffs. You know, playoffs. and, and it's, it's going to be fantastic. But, like, I'm not – I mean, we're not – this is no Super Bowl run here. I mean, this, this, this team is wide receiver challenge. Now, go out and make a couple of trades before the deadline, get some wide receivers – or get those other guys to, to decide to show up and get off the IR. I mean, maybe we could do something. Maybe, uh, maybe we could do something. Dallas, everybody. Great phone call for Al. Comes on, drops a friend's name like Adam. You drop Bear. He drops Adam. <laughs> you know, and then he starts Same. starts calling your team crap yeah, well, from his previously glass made house and met life. Right. And then he goes higher register out the door. Well done.
I'm all in on the Giants. I got to ride with Danny Dimes now in fantasy. He picked oh. them up. Oh, it's not just that too, man. But you are what you are, and the Giants are six and one. What the Giants do is they come back on you. They take your punches, and then they don't make the mistakes at the end. You do. Yeah, but that doesn't equate to fantasy goodness, and that's what he's looking for. Oh, he's looking for 33 points this week. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah. Okay. He rushed for 100 yards. Maybe you should take Justin Fields now. Is he available? Nah, he got picked up yesterday. Oh, wow. Oh. Somebody won with him? Uh, no, no, no. You can pick <laughs> up players in the middle of a week? Well, he hadn't played yet. But the oh. week had... Oh, boy. Wow. Oh, Ralph Macchio. But weirdly, we're talking Karate Kid and the best Joe Pesci story I've heard in a while. Coming up. Weirdly. But the league, like the week was already going. No, you can also in my league. Yeah. If you drop somebody on a bye... Yeah. Because they haven't been locked yet, right. and you pick somebody up who, who hasn't, hasn't played, played yet, yet, you can get you can grab. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you could you could add Patriots. Oh, that and Bears. Do you remember when Adrian Peterson came off the couch right. last year and the Titans had him? I grabbed him uh, because he was he he he. It was announced on a Monday he was going to play, right. and I picked him up before any of the other guys in my league could, and I dropped somebody on a bye week, and they freaked out yeah. like they almost went <laughs> Tommy Fam on me. You know, like full Tommy fam. <laughs> he just rolled I, up and slapped I, that's you? That's all fair, yeah. I I, that's I, fair, I'm yeah. like, that's the rule. I did not break the rules. Oh, I know. That's what they were I saying. I did not break the hey, rules. Hey, what's up with Murph? How's he doing? What's Murph doing? Murph is just living life large. He's actually returning to the poker table Thursday night. We oh, haven't seen him in months. He's back. Okay. Still banned? He's just happy. He's, he's you know, Still life banned? is great for him. He's great. <laughs> he's great despite Wisconsin, Wisconsin having an interim head coach yeah, and my Jets beating his Packers. Oh, yeah. He's still fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, when I see him Thursday night, when I see him on this Thursday, the chest will say hello. Are you going to khaki pants, which he calls Harbaugh. Harbaugh 7-0. and Back to, oh, by the way, I am just telling you. I was difficulty getting to sleep last night. I was thinking about the Michigan State game Saturday night. Yeah? Are you going to lock yourself in the room alone for that, too? No, I'm going to have people over because it's going to go that well. Oh, okay. oh, oh wait a second. I got a FaceTime face by this kid, Bear. He's coming over. <laughs> Remember what you did to Brees Hall with that arrogance? Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> 